Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. It looked like she was being starved, bruised, battered. Her hair was cut very, very short as well. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. I just got home from work, and uh, my wife wasn't there, which is unusual. I found her phone, and it's got, like, hair ripped out of it in the headphones. So I'm, like, totally freaking out, thinking somebody, like, grabbed her. It's been five years since that phone call was made to police in Shasta County, California. And that's the husband of Sherry Papini making the call. His 34-year-old wife vanished on November 2nd, 2016. I'm joined by investigative reporter Ananda Rochita at KXTV ABC10 in Sacramento. Ananda, tell us what we know about Papini's disappearance back in 2016. This was a mom who was described as a super mom. She was married, had two young kids, and she was starting to run again, according to her husband. So she went on a run in her neighborhood in a rural part of Shasta County. She lives in near the Redding area up in Northern California. And it was on November 2nd, 2016, when she went on a run. And this is when she claimed she was kidnapped. Um, she Her phone... Her earbuds were placed on the ground or were taken, um, but that's how her husband found them. And she didn't pick up her kids from daycare. That's when her husband realized something was wrong. And so right after that, it was a complete media frenzy. Her husband did several interviews hoping that she would come back home and someone would bring her back home. Um, But when she was found, I think that was very, very unusual. Um, It happened very early Thursday morning. I remember when I woke up, it was, it was like chaos in the newsroom. And the search for a missing Shasta County mom has come to a positive but shocking end today in Yolo County. Sherry Papini flagged down a motorist here by I-5 and County Road 17 in Woodland around 4.30 this morning. Papini is reunited with her husband and family after a long three weeks, but this is simply the start of the next chapter in a very active investigation looking for her abductors. Here's Shasta County Sheriff Tom Basenko. She was released by her captor on a rural road. She was bound with restraints, but was able to summon from a passing uh, help from a passing motorist. Basenko says they are looking for a dark-colored SUV with two Hispanic females armed with a handgun. This is a very active investigation. Uh, The sheriff's office is being tight-lipped about what Papini has shared. We don't even know whether she talked to the abductors. She was found by a trucker at about 5 in the morning, Thanksgiving morning. And she was found chained to something, bruised, battered, her hair cut very short. Um, She was also branded. Uh, The Shasta County Sheriff's Department wouldn't say what kind of branding was found on her, but but she was found branded. And right after that, it was kind of silent. We didn't really hear from the husband The family was rarely seen out, um, and the Shasta County Sheriff's Department did pretty much like one press conference, like one big press conference, saying how they found her, gave the two two descriptions of the women, which were very, very vague, 
And that was it. And that was pretty much kind of the last time we really heard about the case, aside from just speculations that we would see on Reddit or or these other threads online. But she lost a lot of weight, it appeared. She was 87 pounds. Uh, her hair had been chopped off, right? I mean, she, her her appearance was, was rough. It looked like she'd been through an ordeal. Oh, yeah. Um, her husband described her um, very, very, it looked like she was being starved, um, bruised, battered, um, and she didn't look like herself. Her her hair cut was um, her hair was cut very very short as well. It would take almost a year for new information to come to light in the form of sketches of the suspects. We are learning more information about the year long investigation into Sherry Papini's disappearance. You may remember she disappeared on November second of last year, and she was not found until Thanksgiving morning, twenty two days later. She had bruises. She was bound, and she had been branded. FBI confirmed today she was not sexually assaulted. The FBI also released these sketches of the suspects today. Papini described her kidnappers as a young adult Hispanic female and an older adult Hispanic female. So why is this coming out one year later? The FBI says Papini is remembering things as they come to her, and it has taken time to give the sketch artist an accurate description. It was just very vague. It was the women had what looked like kind of handkerchiefs just covering their mouths. Um, they both had um, kind of like short short hair, and they were Hispanic. And that was pretty much what, what we were given as, when it comes to information, which could be a lot of other women um, on the street. So Papini described two women who abducted her while she was out running, but we haven't seen these sketches of them until, well, now. You can see it's tough to tell who they are because she described them with these bandanas on their faces, so there are still no suspects in this case. The sketches took so long to be made public because Papini herself had a hard time remembering what her kidnappers did look like. And Anana, the only other information at the time was that she had texted a man from Michigan in the days before she disappeared, right? Yeah, so a few days before she went missing, she was texting a man from Michigan, and that's what the Shasta County Sheriff's Department confirmed. Um, But they did follow up on that lead. Uh, He wasn't considered suspect, nor was her husband considered a suspect in the case, too. Shasta County deputies say two types of DNA were found on Papini, DNA of a woman, DNA of a man. That DNA does not belong to her husband. The samples have not led to any suspects, at least not that investigators are making public. The DNA was put into a national database that compares profiles of known criminals. There was never a ransom demanded in this case, and investigators added that the Papini family is not wealthy. Yes, they did find DNA evidence on her um, from a man and a woman. Um, The man did not match her husband. That's what they were able to confirm. Um, But other than that, we weren't really given too much information outside that there was male and female DNA found on her when she she was found those three weeks later. Now, video released today shows a California mother moments before she was found. Mother of two, Sherry Papini, vanished on November 2nd of last year, you might remember. And the Shasta County Sheriff's Office has just released video taken by a security camera at a Jehovah's Witness church in Yolo. Now, the footage shows Papini running to the left and the right for several yards before eventually disappearing off camera. The end of the video, which we're showing you here, shows her running towards an I-5 on-ramp. Now, she was found by police a short time later with a chain connecting her waist to one of her arms and clamps around her ankles. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? 
Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com odyssey. That's greenlight.com odyssey. Ananda, it's been five years. This case is still unsolved, and five years later, it's sort of faded into the background, I imagine. Yeah, it has. And so it's kind of interesting with my with my reporter background because, you know, when we usually cover cases, cold cases especially, we would usually work with the police department, and they would they'd be more than willing to give us any information that they can um, that wouldn't jeopardize the investigation. Maybe an interview, uh, talk about um, what happened that day, um, just or some information that was already out there, just to bring some awareness to the case, especially after a few years have passed. But what's really unique in this case is that. We did, I had to reach out to the Shasta County Sheriff's Department and ask them, you know, it's been five years, any updates? And I get this email from them saying um, they aren't conducting any live or recorded on-camera or telephone interviews. The case is very much um, an open investigation. It's an active investigation. And there's a reward up to $10,000. And that, that was pretty much it. The FBI gave me an even shorter email back when I asked if there were any updates on this case. What do we know about Sherry Papini today, uh, her, her life today? From what I've heard from a lot of people is that she, her and her husband are very, very quiet. She's rarely seen out. Um, there, there have been some people that have been speculating. that I think that's what happens is if you don't say anything, people just start speculating on their own, saying they believe they saw her here or there, but that, that really isn't confirmed. Uh, her husband has not really done any interviews since she originally went missing. All right, Ananda Rachita, thank you so much for talking to us and uh, telling us about this case five years later. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. We're here every weekday, Monday through Friday, with new episodes. Be sure to let your friends and family know about The Daily Crime. We'll see you next time for Vault Studios. I'm Will Johnson.